Critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey guys, what's up? Kathy Gibbons here. Let's start off with another, with a quick review of a fallacy we have covered earlier in the podcast, the part to whole fallacy. Okay, so the part to whole fallacy is when someone makes an assumption that what's true about one part of a group or a thing has to be applied to other or to all parts of that group or thing. Or what's true about one person that's part of a group is going to be true about everybody that's part of the group. And so the question to ask yourself if you think you might be facing a part to whole fallacy is this. Is it really true that this one characteristic applies to everyone or everything in that group? All right, if you want to review or to learn more about that fallacy, um, about the part to whole fallacy, go back. You can check out episode 35. Now, since you're listening to this podcast, I know you are interested in learning and teaching your child how to think, not just what to think. Um, Have you also ever considered homeschooling your kids? Do you wonder if you could really do it? Or do you think that, oh, maybe I can't, I don't know, it might be too hard? Well, our sponsor, Classical Conversations, is a homeschool program that cultivates strong, critical thinkers by using local community and following a Christ-centered curriculum rooted in the classical model. And don't worry, before we started with them, I didn't know what the classical model was either. You'll figure it out. You'll learn as you go. <laughs> but to learn more about this unique program and to get two free downloadable eBooks, just go and fill out the form at classicalconversations.com forward slash Gibbons. Again, classicalconversations.com forward slash Gibbons, G-I-B-B-E-N-S. Fill out the form to get the two free downloads and to get more information. Okay, let's dive into the new fallacy for today. It's called ad fidentia, which is Latin. Don't be intimidated. It just means against self-confidence. You may also hear this uh, fallacy called argumentum ad fidentia, which again is just Latin for the argument against self-confidence. So the ad fidentia or against self-confidence fallacy happens when someone attacks their opponent's self-confidence in their argument or or their uh, a low level of confidence in their argument rather than attacking their argument or the evidence that they're presenting. Okay, so here's a quick, pretty simple example. Your little brother comes running in the house saying, I just found a piece of gold back in the stream. Without even looking at it, you ask him, are you sure that's really gold or could it just be a rock? And he replies, oh, I don't know. I think it could be gold. To which you say, see, you don't even know. There's no way it's really gold. Okay, do you see the fallacy there? In this example, you're just attacking the fact that your little brother is unsure about what he found in order to disprove his claim of striking gold, rather than actually taking the time to look at what he found to see if it could be something valuable. A key indicator that someone may be committing an against self-confidence fallacy is when they ask, are you sure, instead of asking questions about the actual argument or about the evidence being submitted. And here's what's wrong with the thinking here. It's probably pretty obvious to you already. Just because someone is unsure 
doesn't mean they're wrong. When my car is making funny noises or has something wrong with it, I take it into the mechanic shop and I tell them what it's doing and usually say something like, I think it could be the brakes or I think maybe it's coming from the middle part of the engine. They don't laugh and say, well, if you're not sure, then clearly there's nothing wrong. Get out of here, (laughs) right? No, they say, okay, well, we'll take a look. We'll check it out and see what's going on with your car. And they may come back and say, you're right, it was the brakes. Or they may say, it was just a loose screw, your car's fine. But either way, they took the time to actually look at the car and assess it for what it is, not just based on how sure or how unsure I was about it. Okay, now here is a really interesting real-life example that I read about when I was researching this fallacy. One example that was given was from someone who believes in a flat earth. Um, Now, when it comes to science, we know that good science discoveries come from a process called the scientific method. And with the scientific method, they're always discovering new things. That's part of science is that you, it is, you are always discovering new information and all we have to work off, or I should say all the scientists have to work off of is the information that they know now. They can't go off of all the information that they don't have yet. That's going to be discovered in the future. So in this example, a person who believed in flat earth was questioning whether a scientist was 100% sure and certain of their claims and their information, and that if they weren't 100% certain, then that would be the proof that they were wrong. Now, The scientist was saying that, yes, I am certain based off the information I have now, but they also acknowledged that they might get new information in the future that could help shape their opinions because, again, science is always learning new things. Well, the flat earther saw that as a weakness or an unsurety in their position and concluded that, therefore, the scientist was wrong just based off that. Now, if you're a flat earther, don't send me emails defending your position. That's not the point here. The point is that this argument is a fallacy. It is the ad fidentia fallacy. Okay, here's another example. Let's say a friend asks you why you believe in God. And you say, well, I know my mom is real because I can talk to her and she talks to me. The same with God. I can talk to him and he talks to me. He talks back to me, right? And your friend says, are you sure that's really God talking to you and you're not just making stuff up in your head? Now, obviously in this example, there's lots of other ways that you could continue to answer the question and answer why you believe in God. But the point here is that your friend's response is an ad fidentia. It's an argument against self-confidence in that it is an attempt to get you to question yourself. And that's what an ad fidentia does. It asks, are you really sure about that? Because if you're not really sure, then then your argument is going to be, is clearly false when that's not necessarily the case. They actually have to look at the argument and determine whether the argument is true or false. So the question to ask yourself, if you think you're facing an ad fidentia or an ad uh, or against self-confidence fallacy is this. Does the fact that they're unsure make their argument invalid? Does the fact that they're unsure make their argument invalid? Okay, remember guys, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filter it through a brain cell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at 
filter it through brain cell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filteritthroughbraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.